Welcome to the Brothers of the Dram podcast. And we are back with another episode of the Brothers of the Dram podcast. I am your host, AJ, with my co-host, my brother, Eric. Eric, how you doing, brother? What's going on, AJ? I'm doing good. Uh, ready to get into this episode today because we're talking about, again, your favorite stuff. Jack Daniels. Well, we have talked about Jack Daniels multiple times in the past, but we never tasted and rated the new Jack Daniels Triple Mash. Correct. A little different. And then we're also going to be talking about the master distiller who actually came up with the with the mash. And lastly, we have a list of a couple whiskeys for you listeners to look out for that are going to be new releases in February. Ooh, yeah. I'm always excited about new whiskey. I don't know what it is, if it's the hunt or just the fact of like there's something new to look for. I think it's just the fact of something new for you to buy because you're mm-hmm. such a compulsive buyer that it's just anything that you can purchase, you're in. Not necessarily, unless it's limited. You know, unless I'm a, it's, I have a it's weakness for limited edition. Limited shit. edition. Yes. Shiny. Loud. Shiny. Okay, loud. Yes. Yes. Very, very colorful. You know, things that like four-year-olds are into. If it's anything that pertains to that, you're buying it. It's funny that you say that because non-whiskey related, but still alcohol related. I just placed an order and it should be coming here. It shows it's supposed to be delivered today, but it ain't here yet. But there was a limited uh, 1800 bottle of tequila that came out, and is the artist series, and is very colorful, colorful, colorful with how can I say the art? You know the art that you do when you draw those different lines on images. Different lines. Yeah, like the Deion Sanders one you did for me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What is that called? Um, oh, I forgot what it's called. Starts with like a W or something. What's that kind uh, of art on it? And it's very colorful. I, it's, it's like loud. WPAP or something or WPAP or something like that. What's well, that kind of design on this 1800 bottle of tequila? And I thought it was amazing. So I had to order it. So, uh, yes, um, you are right. It's like it's like cubism. It's, it's like cubism or geometric pop art kind of thing. There you go. Well, that's yes. what this new bottle is. Yeah. Oh, OK. So I do love it. Oh, in that case, Matt, you should have bought it. I mean, why even <laughs> question it? Right. I didn't question it. I just said, here's my card. Order it. It wasn't expensive. It was like 30 bucks. Take my money. Take my money. Cool. Well, nice. You got to show us uh, what you bought, I guess. All right. I guess you can because it's not whiskey related. You can show me. I'll show you. I'll show you. It's, yeah, it's, it's tequila. But oh. without further ado, let's dive into tasting the Jack Daniel Triple Mash. I'm excited. Let's do it. Let get me pour. Cork pop, cork pop, cork pop, pop. Here it comes. Oh. Yeah, I heard a little bit of a snap before. Did yeah, you snap it, your fingers? <laughs> no, nah, the uh, the cork wasn't popping off easily, so I had to do a little little twist to oh, break okay. it off a little bit, and then uh, pop it open. Nice. Okay, so I have I don't have a bottle like AJ. I have a little testing bottle, so I'm just going to um, untwist it, the cap, and just pour it. So let's hear what I have. That's a nice sounding pour, dude. It is not, it doesn't have the cork pop because I have the bottle and you have the sample, mm-hmm. but that's a nice sounding pour. The pour sounds pretty good. Yeah. Very nice. Cool. So 
let's see. Do you want to um do we have any uh information on this in terms of well, notes the, or ABV or or anything like that? Yeah, so the ABV on here it is a hundred proof. So you're looking at 50% ABV, which is 10% higher than regular Jack Daniels. Um, mm -hmm. with the triple mash, it is a blend from straight whiskey. We're looking at a blend of American malt, rye, and Tennessee whiskey. That's what the triple mash is. Mm, okay, nice. Very nice. Should we uh give jump it a in? nose? Give it a nose. Triple mash. What's the whole title? Jack Daniels Triple Mash Blended Straight Whiskey or? Yep, that's the name. Okay. Okay, so I like what I'm smelling. So while you're smelling, I'm going to put a note in your mind, okay? Because ever since I heard this note about Jack Daniels, and it works with this specific one as well, mm -hmm. I've never gotten the note out of my head. No, let me let me go first. First. Okay. Okay, okay I'll let you go first. So I'm getting, like, berries, dried berries, and some sort of, like, woodsy, woodsy scent. Would you say when you say woodsy scent, would you say like a like a oak? Yeah, maybe something like that. Some mm -hmm. pine or oak. Yeah, I, I get the oak on there. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm getting. Okay, now you can give it to me. Go ahead. Okay, so I do also get a little apple scent on here. Mm. But the note that I now pull out of every Jack Daniels I've had is banana. Manana? Not Manana. <laughs> Dude, we're like a couple minutes into this and you're already going there. No, not Manana. Oh. Banana. 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 What banana. the hell was that? That's your seen Minions, dude? Oh, God. No, you're banana. not going there, dude. This isn't, this isn't a freaking, again, this isn't a four-year-old podcast or a podcast for four-year-olds. Bro, check yourself, dude. Minions okay. is fucking hilarious, dude. I don't care how old you are. Minions is great. Uh, Dude, I also I also get vanilla on the nose, bro. I'm getting some vanilla, banana, apple. Um, I'm not getting oak. banana, dude. I'm not getting banana. Oh, it's uh, well, hey, subjective, bro. Subjective. Let's taste it. Okay. Give it a little taste. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like. Dude, dry fruit, honey. I get that. I get in Eric's favorite word. Spice. The mm -hmm. spice on there. Yeah. This is really good. And I'm not saying that because I'm a huge fan of the brand Jack Daniels and everything. And I even like. Yeah, of course Jack. you're not. You're not being biased <laughs> at all. I'm not being biased. This no. AD bottle of Triple Mash is amazing. And I'm going to throw out the gates right now. If you have not had it yet, you have to go buy it. You have to try it. All right. That's that's my my rants on that. Eric, what's your thoughts? Well, I think you're uh, extremely biased, and I think you are giving bad advice based off that bias. Okay. And you're asking people to buy something that you like. Um, in saying that, mm -hmm. it is pretty tasty. I yes. do enjoy it. Uh huh. I'm getting some. Um, it's actually a little bit sweet, which is nice. It's got a nice kick at the end. You know, it's not too strong for me, and it's it's got like a like a like a berry taste to it almost, or like raspberry or something yeah dried fruit um like a rat you know actually raspberry is a good way of saying it mm -hmm. yeah like a deep red raspberry yeah i like it it's good this is good stuff now you've had regular jack and i believe you've had gentleman jack right i have 
I have had okay. Gentleman Jack. Mm-hmm. And, any other Jacks or just those two? Um, no, that's pretty much it. If that's you remember your the profile of the other ones, would you say this one's better than regular Jack and Gentleman Jack? Uh, yes. Oh, that was kind of quick, dude. That sounds like a hell yeah, this shit's good. Well, it, it it's to me, it tastes. You can tell that it's higher uh, in quality, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And um, I can taste, I definitely wouldn't want to mix this with Coke. That's for sure. Definitely, I agree. Coca-Cola. Um, and obviously with regular Jack, no problem. Um, regular Jack to me is good and it will do to drink when, I mean, you might not agree. You're probably, you're, you're definitely not going to agree. But I think Jack is good to drink when it's like available. I'm not going to go out of my way and be like, oh, I want to drink some Jack straight today. Maybe every once in a while I will, but this one I could definitely drink drink straight and would not want to mess with it um, by adding soda. And Gentleman Jack is the same thing. I, I'll add soda to Gentleman Jack. And then, you know, they have the Gentleman Jack and both of those are very accessible anywhere. They even have them for Christmas and like gift baskets right. or whatever. Or yep. And this this seems like it's a, a notch above above that at least um maybe two notches um i like it i agree um going along with your notch above it reminds me of the whole nespresso commercial when it's a cup above this is a dram above it's definitely a a whiskey you want to get to drink neat maybe add some you know water which we'll do later in the episode with the drop Mm -hmm. um see if it pulls out anything else but the flavor profile on here it's very complex surprisingly and usually with jd it's not too complex it's just you know you're used to it, something that we grew up with, but the flavor notes on here has the complexity to it where you want to keep drinking. You want to see if you can keep pulling stuff out. So as you're sipping this, Eric, I want you to still look for that banana note. You might not get it, but I look do. Look for it. Find look, it. Find it. Go hunting for it. You got it. I'll, yeah. I'll, I will continue looking. And um, I think to uh, continue on what you said, I think we should uh, rank it now. You want to rank it before we do the drop? Well, I mean, I would say so. Because usually we, we do the water drop and then we rank it at the end. I mean, if that's what you want to do, I want to drink it in its, in its purity and okay. rank it. But now then, you're adding things. Then, no, I'm not. that's what we always do, bro. We always rank it at the end. At the end of what? Do we uh, always add drops? Well, we did it last time. Oh, is that considered always? Always and forever. Every moment mm-hmm. with you. I think we should do it's it like a just dream strictly. to me. Don't interrupt my song. I don't like your singing. Damn it. I think we should do it strictly, in my opinion. Okay. We should do it strictly based off of what it tastes like out the bottle. Not adding anything to it, whether it's water or a soda or whatever. Or ice. I think we should just strictly base it off what it tastes like out the bottle. In my opinion. Well, we'll we could do that. But before we do, um, just so... Actually, before I say how much it costs, Eric, how much do you think this bottle costs? And, and actually, we'll just leave it at that. How much do you think this bottle costs? Well, I'm looking at the bottle right now, and it looks really cool. It's got like that embossed sort of uh, font on it, and it's got a cool label. It's it looks different. I think it's almost the same shape as a Jack Daniels bottle, but with the embossed writing on it. Different shape. Okay, so it's different shape, and um. I like the way it looks. I would probably say my guess uh, that it's maybe in like the $50, $60 range. 
Nice. Now, okay, and we understand that your expenditure on whiskey is a little lower. So how much would you be willing to pay? Would you be willing to pay the 50, 60? Would I be willing to pay that? Yeah. Depending on the day. Okay. Hey, that's hey, I accept that, bro. I'm I'm okay with that. And I have great news for you. Okay. It's a $35 bottle. Ooh, nice. Yes, sir. Really? That sounds kind of cheap, no? It does. It's, well, uh, well, comparing regular Jack Daniels, which is a $17 bottle, Gentleman Jack, which I believe is like a $24 bottle, technically it is kind of expensive for a Jack Daniels, but the quality that's in it makes it feel like it's inexpensive. Mm, yeah, it's definitely a good value. Mm-hmm. Definitely a good value. It's got a, it's got a little bit of a unique taste uh, in comparison to, you know, regular and gentleman. And it's it, you know, the nose, it's really nice on the nose and the finish is good, too. It's really, really nice. It's 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 sweet. It's it's got kind of what I like, which is like fruity, woodsy, kind of a little bit of space. Leaves that and tingle. That little tingle spice. A little tingle. End. Yeah, that's yeah. a little, little bit of a tingle in my uh, lower body area after I <laughs> sip on it. So whenever that happens, you know it's a good thing. Yeah, when you got that little tingle down under, mm-hmm. it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what this gave me. All right, brother, since we're ranking it without the water, how many drams are you going to give this beautiful whiskey here? You know, let me take one more sip. Go for it. How about you go first, and I'll take one more sip. Okay, I'll go first. Um, For me... Non-biased, if I'm just blindly sipping this whiskey, I'm giving it a solid 4.2 drams. This is a great whiskey. I'm always going to have this on my shelf if I have it in stock, meaning if they have it available to purchase. Um, I've actually purchased three bottles of this already because it's that good. Okay, so based off AJ's unbiased, biased opinion, (laughs) I'm going to give this one. You know, I really did like it as well. I'm going to I'm going to go with 3.9. Ooh, that's good. 3.9, not necessarily okay. in the 4 range, but um very very tasty. I do think it's better than regular Jack. I do think it's better than um Gentleman Jack. And yeah, I'm going to go with the 3.3.9 on this one. And so, for those of you who don't know, we have posted our ranking system on our Instagram account, so if you want to take a look at that, um, head on over to at Brothers of the Dram on Instagram and you can see that and get a little bit better idea of what we're what we're saying here. But yeah, I would I would 3.9. It paints a good visual. So what you're saying is it's a good whiskey. It's not great. It's a good whiskey. I would say it's a pretty good whiskey. Pretty good or really good? Mm, maybe somewhere in the middle of that, in the middle of pretty good and really good. Which is a 3.9, apparently. A 3.9, yeah. If it was really good, I think it would have gone up to the up to the uh, the fours. But you know what? Based off of our ranking, AJ, if it's in the three areas, then it's we're talking. It's a good whiskey. Mm-hmm. Based right. off the three areas, it's a it's a it's a good whiskey, leaning towards great whiskey. Okay. But um, it's close. It's very close. So for me, like I already said, it's a 4.2. This is a great whiskey. Pick it up, listeners. If you have not seen it yet, pick it up. When you do, you're going to regret it if you don't. And Eric, you might agree with that, though. Would you say if someone is 
a Jack fan, they would regret not trying this whiskey. Or even not a Jack fan, just a whiskey fan, they would regret not trying it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, especially if you're a Jack fan, you would regret it. And with the price point, um, non-biased Jack fan would, I would say, I would recommend it too, you know? Grab yourself mm -hmm. a bottle with that uh, at that price point. Why not? It's tasty. 100%. Awesome, bro. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Love it. Um, you know what? Since we already over halfway through let's um how about we just do the drop right now we'll do the drop of sure. water see if it changes everything see if we get any notes out and then from there uh eric is going to talk a little bit about the master distiller who created this whiskey sure yeah let me uh bring this out and let's add a few drops and see how that tastes doing one full dropper in mine yeah i'm doing one full dropper as well and aj can you remind me again what adding water does it brings out what it makes it takes out the punch of the of the liquor, so it's not as potent, which what brings out the flavors more. It allows the flavors to be more prominent. Or how, do I understand that correctly? Or close. So by adding the water, yes, you're downproofing it because by adding water, you're taking away some of the alcohol content. But what in re what it's actually doing for the flavor profile is it's releasing the oils in the whiskey to bring out different flavor notes. Oh, okay. So I just added my drop. And I'm I'm smelling this and I'm getting a lot of maple. Maple came out strong with the water and Big I didn't even time. get that before it. Yeah, I didn't get it at all. That's crazy, dude. Ooh, ma maple syrup, this is, hands this down. This is some dark magic. <laughs> Science. Wow. I did not get any maple and now I get maple. That is crazy. That is good. I'm going to taste it. I'm going to go straight to the taste right now. Go over it straight to the head. Mm-hmm. Let us know. What do you think? I do like it. I really like it. I think, surprisingly enough, with this one here, I like it without the water. I do believe it downproofed it enough, but didn't change the flavor profile significantly. The nose immediately. Mm -hmm. The nose immediately brought out maple. It brought out like I'm I'm eating like waffles. But taste wise, I think I prefer it without the water drop, unfortunately. You know, it's not bad. I think it took the kick out, the punch. It took the punch out. So if the anyone, spice, yeah. If anyone, you know, and it took a little bit off of that burning sensation when you drink something straight. Mm -hmm. So anyone who doesn't prefer to drink straight and wants to still maybe try this without anything added to it, I would I would do the, the drop and um, taste it like that. So it, it won't pack as much of a, of a burn and you could still taste the flavors. And I think, yeah, like you said, it didn't change the flavors too much. The nose, it changed for sure. But, mm -hmm. I mean, no big deal. The taste is is almost the same thing. And um, that's something I would recommend for someone who's like, oh, I'm not much of a neat drinker. You could do it with this. Yeah, agree completely. Agree completely. So it didn't make the whiskey bad. It just, well, it's not as good. It's not as good. I'm, I'm kind of, so when I had it before, because I've had this this whiskey before, as I mentioned, I have a couple bottles of it. I never put water or ice in it. I've always had it neat. And mm -hmm. now after putting a drop of water, I can conclude that putting water in this whiskey hinders it. It Ooh. takes it back a step. It takes oh. it back a step. I mean, yeah, I, 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 wouldn't, I would say I would counter that and say that it might bring it up a step again, repeating myself, for those who don't want to drink straight or think it's like or think whiskey is too strong when you drink it straight. You can be like, hey, you know, I know you don't you like 
you know, some ice or a little bit of uh, something mixed in there. But try it with this droplet and tell me what you think. I think people might enjoy it. They might be surprised. Well, I agree with you, but my opinion is based on me, AJ, myself, not oh, what I think me. other people. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so for me, adding the water is not a good idea for oh. me. So are you for you, Eric? I'm not saying for everyone. For you, Eric, do you think you would add the water again? Excuse me, AJ. You forgive me. I forgive you. I already. I forgive you, bro. I'm gonna be honest. Nothing but, I, nothing but I, love. I I wouldn't mind adding the droplet. Okay, it that's okay. I, that's and that's I, all. That's me, AJ. I'm talking is that, about. Is that me. Eric? Are you talking okay? about Eric right now? I just want to make that clear. Okay, be clear. I, 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 okay, because we're talking about me right now. This is a podcast, bro. You gotta be yeah. clear. They can't see. This is a podcast, bro, and it's about the listeners, not about me. And you're making it about yourself, and I don't think they like that, and I don't appreciate it. It's about to get real. Stop being polite. Start it's getting real. Anyways. Anyways, moving on. Moving on. Let's talk about the distiller, the master distiller. Do it. So the master distiller who created this, his name is Chris Fletcher. And he's been the current uh, distiller over at Jack Daniels since uh, 2020. And surprisingly, AJ, did you know this? That in its 150-year history, Jack Daniel Distillery has only had eight master distillers. I knew it was very low because Jack Daniels came out with limited edition whiskey bottles that had the distillers on them. And I believe they came out with, maybe they have seven out now, but I have one through six. So I knew it was a low number. Mm-hmm. But not exactly pinpoint that there was eight. Yeah. And Jack Daniel being the first one from 1866 yep. to 1911. So he was he was there for a while. And um, the fifth, actually, the fifth distiller, his name is Frank Bobo. He was the distiller from 1966 to 1988. He's actually the grandfather of Chris Fletcher. I did not know that. That's interesting. So, mm-hmm. hey, runs in the family. That's how you it, keep it tasty. Yeah, it runs in the family. So that's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, like I read an article about um, Chris and he was talking about how he would go to um, the distillery to go visit his grandpa. So, yeah, he was pretty much raised in all that stuff. And um, sipping on whiskey, I guess, comes naturally to him. So he was like close, you know, hearing stories and he was able to, you know, pick up on all those things. and. Um, you know, it probably benefited him to gain his role as as the current distiller. So it's pretty cool. Pretty I cool. Uh, pretty cool story because he t- um, Chris, I believe he joined the distillery first as a tour guide. So he would come home from like for, uh, to work uh, the summers during his college years as a tour guide. And then so he learned he earned his degree in chemistry. And then so he he gained the com- his complete knowledge of production of Jack Daniels, including like milling, mashing, fermenting, dis- uh, distillation, mellowing, matur- uh, maturation, um, all that stuff. Um, it got passed down firsthand by his grandpa and aside from, you know, his his degree in chemistry. So he had basically all the tools to be uh, very successful in his job or in his career. And I guess it proves it with this uh, bottle we just had. So pretty cool story. Definitely great story. And, and it makes me wonder how old he actually was when he started drinking Jack Daniels whiskey. Cause he know my guess is his grandfather handed him down when he was a minor just to get his 
palate going. Oh, I'm sure he grandpa stuck his finger in one of the bottles and rubbed it in his mouth when he was a baby. I'm sure he got it from a, a young age. Not that you should do that. No, no, we're not condoning that. We're not condoning that. Nobody do that. Nobody. But it's my guess as to maybe that's how his introduction to whiskey was. Possibly. If, if I can go back in life and, and live in a different state, I would actually love to be a distiller for a whiskey company. Just the knowledge of the chemistry about it, how you, you do the proper blending, like you said, the mashing, mm -hmm. that is very interesting to me. But I feel like I'm too late in age for that. Time well, I think also, AJ, you're also too dumb. I don't think um, I don't think you're smart enough to know these things. And I think you would really, really come out with a terrible product. That's I, why you that's why you just drink it instead. I think we need to do a poll of every time Eric talks shit and like do a little ding because that's just consistently. You know why? That's what brothers do. You just talk shit. And you know what? We don't need a poll because it happens every episode, probably multiple <laughs> times an episode. But, you know, we have a laugh and we move on. You know, I'm sorry, GoFundMe to save AJ, because think about this. This is just the recording right now. Imagine every day talking and texting with this guy, all the trauma, all the, uh, all the trauma. I've caused trauma for you, AJ? Thank you. I'm traumatized. I got PTSD from this guy over here. You know I what? I'm going to give you a famous quote from a very famous person. His name okay, hit me, hit me. is Kobe Bryant. And the quote is soft. That's not, dude, let me, if you're going to quote soft. Kobe, no, bro. If you're going to quote Kobe, quote yeah. him correctly. The quote is, you're soft like Charmin. <laughs> quote him correctly. <laughs> you're soft like Charmin, AJ. Oh, God. <laughs> Moving on. So Moving on. That was great stuff about the distiller. Let's dive into some new whiskeys that's being released here in February. How's that sound? Let's do it. Let's do it. So the first one we're going to list here is one I have never heard of. It's Pocino New Zealand Single Malt Whiskey. And it is a cast double bourbon. It's a double bourbon cast. You're looking at 56% ABV. Price is a little high for Eric's liking. It is 112. Ooh. Ooh, a little much for Eric. Better be good with that price. Have you ever played the game Pocino? I don't think so. Have you, you no. played Loteria, right? Yep. Okay, sure so have. for listeners who do not know what Loteria is, it is pretty much bingo. It's the Mexican form of bingo. And Pokino is similar to Loteria because you're playing with a regular deck of 52 cards. And the cards that you're you know, playing the bingo part on, it's just actual cards. So it's like the Ace of Spades, the Five of Diamonds, and you try to get bingo. The Ace of Spades! The Ace of Spades! I love that song, dude. That's a good song. Not by you. You sound like shit. But that's a good song. Dude, I nailed it. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. Go ahead. Uh, that's, oh, that's my turn. Yeah, your turn, bro. Oh, okay. Hit us with the next so one. An another one that's available is one that's called, and it's a really cool bottle, actually. I'll describe the bottle to you. It's called like Left Cross Punchers Chance Straight Bourbon Whiskey. And it's finished in Jamaican dark rum cast and aged 14 years. So the source of this uh, bourbon is actually, for all you UFC fans out there, um, Bruce uh, Buffer. This is his product. So um, Bruce Buffer, do you know who Bruce Buffer is, AJ? I do not, to be honest. He he's the uh, the ring announcer for oh, a lot of okay. UFC. Are yeah. you ready? That, that, it's time. It's he's uh, he's not he's not. Let's get ready to rumble. Oh, oh my God. okay. So get that right. Um, he's the one. His catchphrase is "It's time." It's time. <laughs> is that is that good? Is that one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, man. 
<laughs> Good job. I should be an announcer, dude. I'm ready. I think you should. I think I you would. really should. But anyways, this this is a bourbon. Uh, so again, it's a 14 year old whiskey made with 84 uh, percent corn, 8 percent rye and 8 percent malted barley. Now, the bottle is really cool because it's got this gradient going from at the top. It goes from dark to uh, like a reddish sort of color um, with a really cool gradient. And it's got like this gold tiger on it. And it's really, really cool. It's a really nice looking bottle. And I would definitely um, look at it. I don't know if I would buy it based on its price point, which is one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh god oh god vegas yeah. vacation reference for you listeners vegas vacation reference there you go you got to uh you got to quote cousin eddie when you get shocked like that so you have to. it's a little bit high um based on the bottle itself i would probably buy it just because of the bottle itself but the fact that it's finished in jamaican darkroom cast it really intrigues me as to what that would taste like but still not enough for 150. Yeah, it's definitely up there in the price, and I believe it's priced that high because of the age on it. You know, you're not looking at a a bourbon that's three, four years. This is a 14 year. That's a lot of age and time of it being in the side of the barrels. So that's why the price is so high. So you're gonna have some good flavor notes on there. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure it's super tasty, but yeah, again, I'm not gonna pay 50, 150 bucks to try it. Definitely. Um, another bottle for you listeners to keep an eye out for is Stranahan's Diamond Peak Colorado Single Malt. Now, this is Whiskey Bushmills Single Malt Cask Batch Number 0004. And this one looking at a 45% ABV, price point of 78. And I have a good story about this company, and I, and I like this company. Okay. And, and, I, and let me tell you why. I bought a bottle from them. It was their basic uh, bourbon, you know, just to understand. And little side note, the top of it, it's actually a shot glass. So there's a little metal piece on top of the bottle. Ooh. And you can pour the whiskey straight into there, take a shot, and the cork is actually under that. There's another company that does that too, right? Yeah, it's a, a top a tin cup. Tin cup. Right, right, right. think about that okay. for a second. But the cool thing about this company, and I'm going to back this company because of what they did for me. Uh, I bought a bottle. I couldn't get the damn fucking shot glass off the top. It was stuck on there. I did everything I could. I ended up going in my garage. I wrapped it as carefully as I could in towels. And I tried like hammering the uh, shot glass off the top. It was not budging. Eventually, the whole bottle broke. got whiskey all over the place, glass all over. So I was like, fuck, Whoa. this sucks. Did you cut Piss yourself? I, luckily, I didn't cut myself. The bottom that I was holding didn't break because, mm -hmm. you know, it's a pretty thick piece of glass. But the whole top mm -hmm. shattered. So I took a couple so pictures. You sent an, you sent an email. I sent an email just letting them know, you know, I want to try the whiskey. And, you know, unfortunately, I couldn't get the cap off and it broke. Uh, they immediately responded to say, you know, we apologize. This shouldn't happen. So they actually sent me a check for what I paid for the bottle so I can go buy another one. And I did. I took that oh. money, bought another one. And the, the whiskey's good. This specific one here I have not had, but the regular bourbon is good bourbon. Wow. That's so, nice of them. Very nice. So for their customer service, I'm going to. You know, you have good whiskey and you have good quality, but if you have good customer service, in my opinion, that puts you a step above and you keep me as a customer going forward. So I'm very happy with that company. So shout out to what's the name of the company? Straight Stranahan's. Uh, Stranahan's. Yeah. Shout, shout out, out to, to them, them for that. Cool. Great customer service. Yes, sir. Awesome. So, OK, I think our last one here that we have is 
called um, Old Elk Rum Cast Finish Rye. Now, this one is a little bit cheaper based off the other ones. It's $89. But this is a five-year-old 95%, 95% rye, I believe. I think. I don't know. Eric doesn't know. What is Eric talking even, about? I don't even know. Is it? It's so, yeah, a, it's, it's 95% rye and then it's 5% malted barley. Correct. There you go. Thank you, AJ. Yeah. You got it, brother. So, it's rebarreled in a 14 year old Barbados rum barrels. So, another, you know, interesting uh, way to age it that I think might be tasty as well. So, this is uh, pretty cool. I guess those barrels are uh, touched with water before bottling. So, this could be a, a, a nice, a nice uh, bottle to drink as well. So, yeah, I think I, I would probably I might dip into this one. I really like the the logo. I really like the bottle shape. Got a cool cork. Um, I think it's pretty cool. Have you heard of this before, AJ? I have not. I haven't had the rum cast before, but I've had the regular um, bourbon old elk. It's not bad. You know, it's definitely one I did enjoy, but I do not need to seek out and purchase it. Um, right. But again, different cast, different finishes different ages is going to change your opinion on a whiskey. So I'm not going to disregard this specific one, the rum cast, but just the regular one. It was nice to try. I enjoyed it. I don't need it on my shelf. Well, just to get an idea of what you get on the palate, I don't know if you got this with the other one you tried, AJ, but apparently this palate leans into woody spice barks with spice. bitter orange. Spice. With bitter orange and bright lemon and a hint of lime leaves before delving into vanilla pods and a touch of warm tobacco. That sounds delicious to me. Uh, as we did you mentioned, get that? I did not get that. I didn't get any of that, to be honest. Mm. I did not get any of that. So it must, must be the rum cask finish that gives you those notes. Mm -hmm. And as we mentioned before, we are members of the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society. And when I see a scotch on there that lists the notes of tobacco... I'm like, this is going to be a, a, a killer. This is going to be a home run. And I sometimes will pick up a bottle. So knowing that this one specifically has notes of tobacco, if I find it, even at the $89 price point, I'm picking up a bottle to try. Oh, okay. That's, that's yeah. in AJ's palette of enjoyment. Tobacco notes on there. Also, I believe it has, uh, what's going to call it? When you said the tropical spice, that sounds delicious. So mm -hmm. I, I'm willing to give it a shot. I'm, real, I'm in. Yeah, I would be willing to give it a shot, too. So I think I want to keep that one in my back pocket. Old Elk. How about this? If you see a bottle, pick it up. If I see a bottle, I'll pick it up and we'll sample it on the podcast. Sure. Sounds good to me. Do it. Bacardi and Coke, do it. Do it. All right, brother. This was a fun episode. I really enjoyed talking about the JD with you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. But that concludes today's episode, my brother. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Awesome. All right. Well, brothers and sisters, we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace. Peace out. You've been listening to the Brothers of the Dram podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Brothers of the Dram. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. On behalf of the crew, thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Cheers.